0: Hello my friends, I hope this finds you in an excellent position in your businesses and excited to be growing them to the new future. Today, I sat down with Nigel and Alana and we spoke about grit. Grit as in determination, grit is in hustling, grit is in all the things we need to do as a business owner to get to where we want to go. The problem is when we put this in the wrong area, we can not only screw up our businesses but screw up our lives. The businesses that get this, that know where to apply this determination and hard work, not only accelerate, but they find out that most companies are easily beatable and easy to compete against. I hope you enjoyed this one. See ya. There was a wonderful book a few years ago put out by a lady called Angela Duckworth and the title was Grit. And at the time it was a blue book, looked really good and just with a big, bold grit. And obviously read it because it um, resonated with a lot of the experiences we've had building businesses, which which was talking about this idea of basically unwavered determination and what you need to do to succeed as an owner in business and or in any aspect of life really of getting to a goal. And Lana and Nigel, we – you know, this is something that I think we related to quite well along with a lot of other people in our company, by the way. But particularly for our experience up to that point was whatever it was, it wasn't going to be a lack of hard work that wouldn't get us to our goals. And that's been something that's not um, not a 2020 um, New Year's Eve type goal. That was this started a decade ago, if not more. And I say a decade because that's when Lana sort of popped on the scene. Nigel a few years before that and for me personally since I bought my first or, or grew my first business was basically this is the requirement this is a 7 day a week job that's the number one priority and you need to work hard and you need to be determined and there is no setback that won't stop me getting where I want to go Lana you've had the same experiences Nigel I know you you can relate to this and we'll talk about it in detail but I want to talk today a little bit around where grit is actually the wrong move. I want to talk about where people misconstrue the message and end up wasting years of their life because they are doing the work. They're just doing it in the wrong places.
1: Big topic. Frightening. Frightening.
0: (laughs) Nothing, Nothing like wasting years of your life. Everyone's just thought around old relationships, haven't they? Or is that just me?
1: Just you. Just you. (laughs) We might
0: edit that bit out. Uh,
1: uh, Me personally, I'm a big grit person. I'm a big hard work person. Uh, It's just in my nature to work hard on things. What my learnings and continuous lessons are is making sure that I'm working on the right things. And so uh, grit in things that I love. Versus grit and things that I think I should love versus grit and things that I might not particularly like, but they're what's going to get me to that end goal and that objective. That's been my lesson around making sure that my hard work is in the right place.
0: Absolutely. And this is the, I guess the the million dollar question, probably quite literally for most people, where is the right place? Mm. And in what form does determination and hard work take or should it take and this is the bit that I think is very difficult particularly early on in your business career when you're building a company and you might not have a lot of people and resources to work out where should your time be spent and where should you be spending that extra time why are you working nights and is there a reason for that and this idea of how do I make sure that where I develop a determination to make sure I get things done is actually the right place in your business. The good thing about grit though is even if you're working hard, you'll probably come to it Mm. eventually.
1: Yeah, and, And grit, respectfully, is not something you can teach. You can't teach someone to work hard. Agreed. It's something that only an internally driven person can do. And yes, you can do it in the short term, absolutely, But the long-term, it is this inbuilt desire to do it. Um, How do you know if it's in the right place? From a business point of view, it is definitely back to the strategy of the business. So I would love to, I don't know, work on content creation and I could put my head down and work for hours on graphic design. Is that the best use of my time to propel the business forward? Yep. No. No, it is not. So my application of hard work has to come back to the business strategy, the KPIs, everything that's driving us towards it. Now, if you say, but my business doesn't have strategy and KPIs, well, step one, (laughs) make sure that your hard work can be tracked to the end goal.
0: That's a really important point, which is if you're determined and you think you're someone who works hard. So if you're listening to this right now and you say, I'm that hustler, I'm the someone I'm gonna outwork everyone. So you've you've taken a couple of teaspoons of the Kool-Aid, you've taken some from Michael Jordan, some from Kobe Bryant, some from all the people around the world. You've read the books, you've done all this, and you're like, no one is gonna outwork me. So there's millions of people with that mantra. No one will outwork me. We can thank The Rock, we can think, you know, thank LeBron James. Will, will Smith. Will Smith, you know, this whole thing and you know, power to them, because that's absolutely correct. And that is a great mantra to have. They definitely had a scoreboard and I don't think a lot of people talk about their scoreboard behind the scenes of what the determination and the actions they were taking, then what needed to occur before they adjusted accordingly. I've met people who've been in business for 20 or 30 years and they're as hard working as you can get. And they're okay, successful, they're good, but they haven't changed for 20, 30 years and they're not, it's not because of a lack of hard work. They've been doing seven days a week for that whole time. And to be honest with you, most of them have been successful in their own right. They're just exhausted and basically knocking on, the, on death's door because they basically work themselves into the ground. And it's for you as growing a business or evolving your business or getting the business to a point where you're doing some of the hard yards and want to go to the next level, where should that determination be focused? And how do you know that you're not just working hard to distract you from what you should be working on. That is a very frightening thought for a lot of people.
1: And I think we're lucky as a team that we do have each other to, um, and we also have kindness. So if you need to work hard on something as a bit of a mind relief, yep. we're okay with that because we have we have that understanding. But we also have got set direction for the business. And if you're out there thinking, well, I don't have set direction for what I'm doing or where I'm going, what you want to do is see how can you get your own direction for what you want to do? What can you put in place for yourself to get to your own personal goals?
0: Absolutely. And I I think this is the one thing we have, particularly if you're new to um, businesses and you're doing a lot of the hard work yourself, it's... this is the currency you have, which is your time. You're investing your time and you're working out what not to do and what to do. And so the actual hard work is unveiling a lot of the things that do and don't work. When you've got more resources and more people, you'll have experts in those positions. So that's the beauty of when you get to a a certain point in business, you start to bring in experts in different positions and they do it for you. So the, the example might be, You don't have money to pay someone for social media, for instance. You want to promote yourself. You've got a really great product and you want to do that. But you don't have the money to create content and do that like what Lana said. So you're actually finding yourself doing content, posting, learning about these things. But you get to a certain point in business where you're just going to go and grab an agency or an internal department. You're going to build that. But at the time where you have to have that grit and determination, you're going to have to learn things that – you need to do now because you don't have the resources. Now, that's for SMEs. Other people, that's why once they've done business and got experience, they go after investors because they're not interested in doing that type of work anymore. They're interested in still having that same work ethic but in something they can make bigger impact because they know if they put the effort into that place, they'll earn more revenue to be able to pay experts to do the things they should be able to do well in these other areas with being content creation as an example.
1: And that's a, a huge misconception out there is that you people who are, you know, hard workers, they work in what they love. Bullshit. Yeah. They work at what is required. Some of the stuff that I do that I know Nigel that Tim does that our team, everyone who is a top performer, they don't love it. They don't love the repetition of the work that they have to do. What they love is that feeling of achievement. The fact I think in, I think it's in the book they're talking about um, spelling bees. And that the kids who actually win spelling bees are not the people who get it wrong and fall apart. They're the people who weren't the um, the best at it. Mm. So they learned how to get knocked back and their addiction became of self-improvement to get better. And so they had a very different bounce back rate. And this is what hard work in the right areas is all about. Don't expect to love it. Don't expect to always see uh, external results. How can you love the feeling that you get from moving something forward or potentially moving something left or right because you know it's getting to that bigger goal that you want. Michael Jordan, for example, he wanted to win the, th- yep. I'm going to say premierships, but that's not right. <laughs>
0: Championship. Championships. Championships,
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and so that, that's his end goal. Did he love being in the gym constantly? Probably to an extent, yes, because he's phenomenal. But I'm sure he didn't always love waking up at 4 a.m. What he loved was that commitment to
2: it.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's the levels in which you decide who you want to be mm. as a business person. I'll give you an example. The other night I had a really long day and I was pretty ready to go to sleep and I was like this was just a long day that was emotionally draining. You have those days as we all know in, in business and it's not anything particular. It's just things happen. You know, You've got to do a lot of heavy thinking and I knew that I had a meeting coming up next week and this was my only gap to get better educated on what might come up in the meeting. And the meeting, it, you can imagine it was midnight, Lana had gone to bed, world's quiet. And I'm sitting there going, I just want to go to sleep. And I was thinking about this meeting was like, I need to do some work here. And I was fighting with the, am I going to go to sleep now? I know I'll be better in the morning versus... Am I really avoiding what I need to do? And I ended up spending the next couple of hours reading about extracting data sets from AI robots and how that would affect different presumptions based on end goals. Something that, you know, if you're listening to that, that it should make no sense to you, but it was heavy. It was bloody heavy. It wasn't a midnight read. And it's the little things like that to be able to then have that in the back of my mind and being prepared that's the sort of work ethic that you need to think about, which is it's hard work, but it's not very public. So not everyone's going to know about what well, they are now because they listen to the podcast. But people wonder why you get to these meetings. Goes, geez, he knows more than you know. You, you, oh, this, you know a bit about this. You get that a lot, and go, I know plenty about this because I'm not here to learn from that. I'm here to see if you can challenge my thinking on a subject. That's how I like to approach meetings and things like that. But it's understanding. Where should your time be spent and where do you need to find another gear for the one percenters that don't initially pay off very publicly but are so important for your business growth, particularly when you're a smaller business growing? What do you need to know something about? And we've got some really close friends who are venture capitalists and the stuff they know about the companies that they're (laughs) interviewing is probably more in depth than the actual person who owns the company. And people wonder why venture capitalists, the good ones by the way, make money. Is cuz the really good ones, they don't just they're not flippant with what they're investing in. They know more than the owner who actually owns the business. And they get so in depth that if the owner can't answer these questions about what they know, they're going to basically they're going to lose their shot. But you could imagine getting to an expert understanding of different companies in different sectors and things like that, how difficult that actually can be. And these are the little things that people just don't understand. This is the hard work that's not seen because no one publicly talks about it. But this is the standard to compete. It's not the public stuff. It's not having the most Facebook posts of talking about the least amount of sleep. Promise you, and this is the thing people don't get. This is the, the this is the top level of people. They're working their backsides off.
1: And then within that, when you look at the, the process around it, is it's also not about finding the bright shiny new thing. So it's not about doing something, seeing the result, being buoyed by the result, and going great, what next? Yeah, it's you know
0: now repeated a thousand times. Yeah,
1: if, if you're at the gym and you find that I don't know yoga works for you. After a month, you go, well, now I'm going to go off and try Pilates because I saw yeah. a result for yoga. And- that worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same in business.
0: Insert sales strategy, by the way. Oh, yep. that worked. Let's try something different.
1: <laughs> and the thing is that we are, even personally, this is something that we've experienced is if you find something that works for you, hard work, while it could be a bit boring, doesn't mean, well, this works, so I'm going to go find the next thing that worked. Grit, hard work, commitment, whatever you want to phrase it as, means doing the thing that worked and getting deeper into it.
0: Yeah, that's the key. Go deep. Yeah. So if you it works, what if you said now double it, what would have to happen?
1: What if you pulled one lever to change something? What if you added something in, not yeah. what if I throw this entire sales strategy out and do something else because that worked but now I'm bored? And this is, this is where um, –
0: yeah, most SMEs miss this whole thing.
1: But also the idea of the entrepreneur versus the business owner and why a lot of people can say I'm an entrepreneur but they might not have had a successful business is because entrepreneurship is ideas and it's exciting and so yeah. many opportunities. Business ownership is taking that idea and, as Tim says, going deep with it.
0: I'll, I'll let's give you a, a pretty funny example that I find funny now. <laughs> <laughs> that um, at the time I was confused by. Um, We had a really successful sales strategy in our business and we were doing an event strategy that was working well and it it played out very well and it was very successful. So I went to the team and said, great, come back with me with what's going to happen this quarter around our sales strategy. And lo and behold, we're back in a week's time and we're going through, we've got it, we've got what we're going to do. I go, great, show me. And the guys who are extremely bright, extremely driven, you know, just really good people.
1: And two of them are on this podcast as a side note. <laughs> We're included.
0: I came back with this whiz-bang sales strategy and I, I asked the simple question is, um, is there a reason you've thrown out the one that works? <laughs> and they all looked at each other a bit dumbfounded and, and this happens, it's not about the people in there, it, it happens in a, in a group environment. Everyone gets excited when you're in a role and wants to push the status quo. It's not a, a thing to get angry at. It's a thing to go, oh, I understand everyone's just excited, but they've lost sight of the fundamentals. They've lost sight of you don't stop doing what works. No. What you try and do is do more of it until you can run that and then do experiments of other things that might work because you've been able to bring in more resources. You've been able to optimize what it's happening. But you can't just keep jumping around from idea to idea you have to make an idea turn into infrastructure and when it becomes infrastructure you become scalable and this is the this is I was having a great laugh with my team I go you guys are all really smart you're just <laughs> you're too smart for your own good yeah because I have to say that the one question is if if you own this business you have to answer the question is why have you decided to throw out something that has such a great return for us. And it was just one of those things. It was a funny everyone sort of laughed and said, listen, yeah, it was just yep. one of those things. <laughs> but all of our companies need to go through that because everyone gets excited and wants to evolve and have a new idea. Whereas as a leader, you want to get excited about doing the ideas that work over and over again yeah. and just adding that small piece on top. The slight twist, because everything doesn't always work. You still have to innovate it, but you don't want to throw the whole thing out because somewhere there's a, a structure there that that's where you want your grit and determination is how do we make that work again?
1: And within that, the I guess the excitement comes from the outcome, not the process. Yeah. And uh, something that we were talking about last week is the only thing really when it comes to this that you can control is the consistency of your efforts. We um, I know with some of the businesses that we've worked with previously, they've turned off their sales when they got too busy.
0: Yeah, which is uh, makes me furious <laughs> with being. it's Like it, it, in sports they say don't play with form. If you're in good form, don't play with it. You you make hay while the sun shines.
1: And it's this um, the, the concept is very simple, and it's exactly what. Tim was just talking about is you can get really excited. Okay, our sales funnel's full and we're nailing it and it's all great. So let's take our foot off while we do the work. Hard work is all about consistency. Hard work is all about getting to that outcome, which in business is profit. Let's just say this squarely. We need to make money. So if you're making money by doing sales and you get sales in, if you stop sales, the outcome's not going to happen. And it sounds really simple from this concept of consistency but it also means hard work is looking ahead and making sure that you've got an outcome or an answer for the changes that you're making through your process of hard work.
0: So let's play devil's advocate. There'd be people out there um, that I would assume are offended by that comment which would be sitting there saying, well, you don't get it. You know, we we can't keep doing sales. We actually have to deliver the work or we're at capacity and go, that's exactly where your grit needs to be applied. It's applied in breaking that problem into a different solution. That's the expansion your company needs. It's solving that problem. That's where all your grit and determination needs to go into. It's that problem, not jumping around.
2: And I think you've just illustrated the um, (laughs) – The trouble with it, particularly my own understanding, because I really resonated with Grit, that book, and I yep. completely mis- misunderstood it the first time that <laughs> I read it Um, because I took and just listened to this conversation, we're interchanging the word hard work and grit. Mm-hmm. They're two separate things. Yeah. So the hard work side of things, I put, bundled everything there, and go, yeah, I will outwork everyone. I will, and that has never been an issue. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> yeah. um, you've met my dad. There is no way that I don't know how to work hard where you've just illustrated the grit is going and focusing the attention on those areas that scare you or you don't think you can break.
0: Yeah, in the gym it's called leg day. (laughs) 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 Because you don't, don't get prizes for legs. Like this is the thing. It's around the things that, you know, everyone wants to be held up in lights even if they say they don't because they're doing things that are public. But it's the things behind that's the determination behind the scenes that you do things to keep it together and be able to replicate and be able to build stuff that one day people then say, oh, you." they always get lucky. It's not. It's because they're putting all the things in place behind or doing the uncomfortable on a consistent basis, which Lana was talking about earlier. It's the consistency in the areas that make a difference, but not immediately. So Anyone can throw money at a big bright lights PR and Facebook campaign, but it runs out quick if it doesn't work. But it's understanding behind all the steps that have been put in place to then turn that into something. But most people don't bother with that part. They just want the glitz and glamour. Like this is we're sitting here on a Sunday, okay? I've never been busier in my life from the COVID stuff from just, Everything that's happening in the world right now, I don't believe I've ever worked harder in my life from a point of view of having to be on, but we're here knowing that this serves a purpose for helping the people we want to get our brand out there as well, because there's obviously a byproduct, but it's an easy thing to say, just forget it. We don't need to do this daily right now. You know The world's upside down. Everyone's going to forgive us. No one will even know, which is true, but it's wrong because it plants the seed of a cancer that can destroy the whole company of not doing what you say you're going to do because we know the impact it's going to have in a time
2: that we will see way down in the future. And it's so important. Even taking that further, this is actually part of the glitz and the glamour as well. The grit for me in this is making sure that we have time for the production meeting that we've looked at previous podcasts and set a new structure to make sure that every time we get on, it gets better. Because mm. this part, I, I enjoy. That other part, I go, oh, yeah. maybe I need a doctor's appointment at that time of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no planner. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's the bit that confronts me because yep. it, it, it beats up against the, hey, are we or? I'll keep it personally. Am I actually as smart as I think I am? And those are the air. Those meetings are where you can poke holes in that statement very easily. Yeah,
0: and Lana, I think we'll then. I want to talk to you about this because I think this ties it all up. Which is, people think grit is something special or hard work, and I think this whole idea. And we say it a lot, which is, talent is very common. Applied talent is very, very rare, and we are around talented people all the time. You know. This whole idea that you need talent to do something well is is just rubbish.
1: Yeah. It's – um, I, I will use an example of, of sport because I know people yep. understand this and we'll get back to business. But there's an Australian tennis player who has got hell of a lot of talent. He sacked his coach.
0: Don't name him. Don't name him. No. Um, <laughs> sacked
1: his coach, went against the norm of tennis, which is the consistency of the talent being applied. And – he, was not, he hasn't been able to win a Grand Slam. And this is just a basic example around he's very, very talented but he's not applying it in the same way that other people with the same talent are applying it.
0: Yeah, he's missing out.
1: Yeah, and, and not saying that he's, he's not good but he's not winning a Grand Slam. And I use a sport analogy because it kind of takes it back to basics but from a business point of view, we are so lucky to work with, to know, to be connected with very talented people. The special people are those who apply it day in, day out, when they feel like it and when they do not feel like it and they never ever stop because their talent is the application.
0: Yeah, and and I think the point of talent is where most people miss it is that person's talented mm. and it just suddenly dismisses everything they've done up until that point. You've only met them at a talent spot because you can recognise it. But the work people do to be described as talent is the years down the track of applying certain behaviours and practices. Mm. No one just popped out great at any sport.
1: And if you think that you're talented in something and you see someone else who's also talented in something and you go, well, they're not as good as I thought, it's this thought process of, well, hang on, talented people don't have to show their talent. Talented people show the outcome, they show the job getting done, they show a business growing. They don't have to show up the people around them. They actually bring that concept along with them. And I think it's where a lot of frustration can come from in business is either people say, well, that person's lucky or I'm better than that person. Have a look at the outcomes. Outcomes are what talks about the talent that's been put into it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the difference in that whole grit thing is people get so, they get so worked up because they believe that because they've done the hard work that they're going to get a result and it's the amateur way of looking at hard work. The talent is actually someone sitting there saying, I'm going to put energy into an area and then work out how to channel it to a place where I'm on the path to improving and then they know what does that look like. So if I was a basketball player and I had free throws, I might throw 100 free throws and say I got 60 in. Now if I do that next month on average and I get 70 in, I've improved by a very significant amount. When you do anything in life, it is, well, how can you see that you're progressing?
1: Yeah, and this is a big, big point, is the outcome might be to get 100 from 100. You as the talented, the committed person, needs to know it will go 10, 20, 30, all the way up. It's not for the talent around you to know. It's your own almost self-worth tied to improvement, not that outcome that everyone else sees. Yeah. Your work goes into it regardless. Yeah,
0: and you need to know that for yourself, which is I'm doing the work. How do you know you're doing the work? You're just spending time. You... You're not a robot. This is not about, we were talking about rinse and repeat. It's rinse and repeat in areas that progress. If it's rinse and repeat and nothing's going, that's called a hamster wheel. If a hamster and you have the same business strategy, you've got a problem. Unless your goal is to get the hamster wheel turning at the same consistency all the time. That's okay. Nothing against hamster wheels, by the way. But it's really important that most of us understand that we need to get that hamster wheel moving and then we replace ourselves as the hamster. Mm. We still want the, the movement. No, but this is the whole key, isn't it? Which is it's that point of knowing, okay, I've got something going. Now how do I change it if that's my goal? Mm. And that's the key for this whole grit thing, the hard work, the focus, the talent. It's about where you have the ability to identify it and change it to apply it to an area that's going to have the most impact even if it's not the thing you want to do right now because you might not have the resources. You just have to get this done because one day you will have someone to do that for you. But until then, you're up.
1: (laughs) You're up. And just, wow, we finished the best thing is that when you have done it yourself and you then have someone in there doing it, not only can you help them, but to Tim's point of why is learning machine learning, is so that when the specialist does it and they say this is how it's done, you have the ability, again, top performer, to say I get that that's how it's been done but what about? Yep. What, What if we did this? What if we changed this? And this is where true grit, true mastery, true hard work, true talent comes into it. You know how it is. You know how it can be broken. How can you put the two of them together to get the outcome?
0: Absolutely and when you understand this and this is the excitement we live in in our days is most businesses and business owners are so inconsistent at applying their determination and hard work in the areas that make the most impact that most businesses are easily beatable and that's the exciting thing because it means you can find value quickly and you can grow your own companies and you can get to places A lot easier than most as soon as you have that awareness and that should be something that's very encouraging. Nigel, Lana, thanks again for your time particularly on a Mother's Day and we'll um, do it all again tomorrow. See ya. Bye.